You're listening to the Keef to the City podcast. All right, the Yankees got off to as good of a postseason start as you could ask them to get off to a 12-3 win in Game 1 of the Wild Card Series, a game where I was pretty worried going into. Uh, whenever you're facing the statistical best pitcher in the league in a Game 1 of a, only a best of three, you should be worried. And Shane Bieber was the best pitcher in the league this year, in all of baseball. He's a triple crown winner, led the league in wins, strikeouts, ERA. He's really just been really good. His entire major league career. I think he's 20 games over 500 in his major league career. And uh, I don't think anyone could have expected the type of start he gave on Tuesday night. Even in a perfect world, even in an ideal setting where I could write up how I'd want a Yankees postseason game to play out, I couldn't have written it up better. Bieber was awful. Two pitches into the game, LeMahieu singles. Two pitches later, Judge hits a home run, and the Yankees have a 2 nothing lead four pitches into the game. And you could just see on Bieber's face the look of shock. It was reminding me of three years ago when the Yankees got to Corey Kluber in Game 2 of the ALDS and then got to him again in Game 5 of the ALDS, a season in which Kluber was the AL Cy Young winner, led the league in ERA and strikeouts and whip, or ERA wins and whip, rather. And it just it had that same feeling. The Yankees were able to get to Bieber early. They gave Garrett Cole a lead. He protected the entire game. And the Yankees did something they didn't do all season in tacking on runs. That's something that sort of flawed them and, and led to the bullpen blowing a lot of games this season was that they'd get an early lead in the first and second inning of games and then just sit on that and the lead would dwindle and dwindle until it was completely gone. But that didn't happen on Tuesday night in game one. They scored the first two runs in the first, they added a run in the third, two more in the fourth, two more in the fifth, four in the seventh, one in the ninth, and you add all that up and you get a 12-3 win. And Garrett Cole was phenomenal, seven innings, 13 strikeouts, no walks. Um, I saw on Twitter he's the first pitcher to have a line of 13 strikeouts and no walks in a postseason game since Bob Gibson, and now those two stand alone accomplishing that feat. So uh, just a remarkable outing from Garrett Cole. The type of outing you expect from someone with his reputation, the type of outing you expect from a number one starter, an ace pitcher, the type of outing every Yankees fan thinks he should give them every time out. And aside from you know the bumps in the middle of the regular season, the three-game losing streak, the three losses to the Rays, this is pretty much who he's been. He's been great. And he was unbelievable on Tuesday night, just completely shutting down the Indians. I think the best thing Cole did, aside from dominate and and win the game and give the Yankees length is that he kept Aaron Boone in the dugout between Garrett Cole and the offense Aaron Boone stayed in the dugout he stayed there he chewed his gum he adjusted his mask he walked around he chatted people up he didn't have to be an in-game manager and the Yankees are at their best when Boone doesn't have to be an in-game manager because it takes away his decision making it takes away him putting himself into the game getting his hands on the bullpen trying to piece together innings and outs and inevitably, at some point, Boone is going to have to be an in-game manager. You're not going to win every postseason game 12-3, to though. I'd like the Yankees to go 13-0 this postseason and, and put up double-digit runs every game. It's just not going to happen. So at some point, Boone will have to put himself into a game, but he didn't in that game. And if the Yankees could somehow not get him to on Wednesday night in Game 2 and they could get to a best-of-five where the where there's a better chance of them winning and the, their, their depth and their balance comes into play more... That would be phenomenal. The problem with Wednesday night is that Masahiro Tanaka starting. And while I trust him more than any Yankee starter in the postseason, 
He's a postseason legend. His numbers are historical. He's never let the Yankees down in a postseason start. The issue is that the Yankees probably aren't going to let him go long. They didn't really let him go long all regular season. He was a five-inning pitcher, six-inning pitcher really at most. And with a completely rested bullpen, they're probably only going to let Tanaka go five innings uh, on Wednesday night if it's a close game. If they put up 10 runs, 12 runs again, yeah, they'll, they'll let him go a little longer. But Boone's going to be quick to go to that bullpen because the Yankees have a chance to put away this series. They have a chance to advance, get four days off before the ALDS. He's not going to fuck around. He's going to go to the bullpen right away. He's going to go to Adovino. He's going to go to Green. He's going to go to Britain. It'll save Chapman. But he's going to go there as quickly as he can to put this thing away and not force it to Thursday night, not give the Indians confidence, and not let them face J-Hap, who mistakenly and regrettably will start a Game 3, a do-or-die game with the season on the line. So it's really about the offense again on Wednesday night because if the offense can build a lead, it takes off that pressure from Yankees fans to have to deal with Boone going out and possibly pressing the wrong buttons which he does so many times they're not going to let Tanaka go that long two times through the order at most and if that gets them five innings they're going to take it and run and try to get 12 outs from the bullpen and this bullpen couldn't be more rested they couldn't be more ready the only problem is you're asking Messi or Tanaka and go out and do something he always does in the postseason which is pitch great once you take him out of the game you need four relievers to all be on on the same night and that's where things get tricky, because if one of them's off and it's a close game, there'll be a game three on Thursday night with J-Hap starting. And that's a scary, scary thought. I still think it should be Davey Garcia. It should be Davey Garcia. J-Hap got too many chances. He's got too many chances, and he dominated bad lineups. The Indians had trouble scoring runs this year, but they're not a bad team. They're a higher-seeded team than the Yankees, and maybe that's just because they're starting pitching, but... Jay Happ hasn't seen Francisco Lindor this year. He hasn't seen Jose Ramirez this year. He hasn't seen Carlos Santana this year. I don't trust Jay Happ, and I will not trust him with the season on the line. If the season were to end with Jay Happ pitching, that's just unacceptable. But for now, that's something we can worry about if there is a game three on Thursday. For now, it's just, you know, be happy till 7 o'clock tonight. Be, be ecstatic about the way game one went because that's how I feel. It was an unbelievable game. Never in doubt, never in question, pretty much over from the four pitches and second batter of the game. It's as good of a postseason start as you can ask. To save your bullpen, to score runs, to take out their best pitcher, their best card, their best player cannot be used again in this series. And now the Yankees just have to go 1-1 one and one over the next two days. Hopefully it doesn't get to that. Hopefully they just go 1-0 oh on Wednesday and end it right now. But they have two chances here to advance the LDS, two chances to get into the bubble, two chances to get to San Diego for Monday in a game one and Garrett Cole again. And it would be great if they could wrap it up tonight. They don't have to go to Garcia or Hap. They go right to the LDS and they go right back to Cole and Tanaka. That's the perfect situation. The perfect situation is get rid of this series, get rid of the Indians, eliminate them, take care of business on Wednesday night, put this thing away. You do not want to fuck around and have to play for your season on Thursday night with J-Hap. You do not want to have to do that. And on before the game, you know, I vehemently dis- disagreed with the lineup on social media, and I still disagree with it. 
Aaron Hicks shouldn't be batting third. I don't want to see any more Hicks followers and, and his Hick fan club tell me about how good he is and how he walks. And yeah, he walked twice in the game and, and scored two runs off those walks, but he didn't, he doesn't, he didn't battle for the walks. It's not like he went up, he's fouling away pitches, putting together good at that. He went up there and the, the pitchers just happened to throw four balls before three strikes. He didn't make contact in any of his swings in those walks. He just, he just got lucky that the guy threw balls. I mean, he had a full count at one point, and there was a ball that was thrown basically in the dirt. It's it's it wasn't challenging at that, and you see what the lineup's doing before him with LeMahieu and Judge. You see what it's doing after him with Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt should be batting third. Put Hicks six. It would be so much easier. I wouldn't have to complain. No one would have to complain. It's the ideal situation. And then with Clint Frazier not playing is just a disgrace. I don't care that Brett Gardner hit the double off Shane Bieber. I don't care that he hit a two-run home run in, in, in the garbage time late in the game, tack on runs. I don't care about the single late. Brett Gardner didn't deserve to play in game one. He didn't earn the right to play. It's not about career. It's about what he did this season. What he did this season was suck. His whole career has been a collection of extremely hot streaks and extremely cold streaks. It's why I call him the nickname The Streak. That's what he is. He's just hot, he's just hot and cold streaks. And ironically enough, the Yankees and Aaron Boone have admitted they don't believe in players getting hot. They don't believe in hot streaks. They don't believe in cold streaks. But the only reason Gardner was playing game one is because of his hot streak to end the season. It doesn't make any sense, but a lot of the moves the Yankees make don't make any sense. So Gardner plays against the right-handed starter, and now the Indians are only going to throw a right-handed starter and Carlos Carrasco on Wednesday, and they're only going to throw a right-handed starter if there's a game three on Thursday and Zach Plesak. So that tells me that Gardner's going to play the entire series. Now he is. I do think before his Game 1 performance that the Yankees were going to go back to Clint Frazier for Game 2 and bench Gardner, which would have made no sense because if you're willing to play him against Shane Bieber who's righty, why aren't you willing to play him against Carlos Carrasco who's righty? And maybe I'm wrong and maybe they're going to use Gardner the whole time, but Frazier deserved to play. He earned the right to play. Outside of LeMahieu and Voight, he was the best offensive presence on the Yankees all season. He played when, when Judge and Stanton and everyone else was soft and oft injured and hurt. He was there. And he's one of the reasons the Yankees even were able to get to the postseason and keep their season alive when it started to fall apart. And so he had to sit there and watch Brett Gardner play because of a couple hot games and, and you know, a week plus to end the season. It just it just isn't right. And as for Kyle Gashioka, I think everyone knows how I feel about him. He shouldn't have played. Gary Sanchez should have played. And it's a it's sort of, you know, it's it's not a good look for Garrett Cole that he needs a personal catcher. With his reputation, his ability, he shouldn't be asking or are even needing a personal catcher. And it's not that the Yankees decided you're going to have Kyle Gashioka catch you. If Garrett Cole wants a catcher, he's going to get that catcher. So I am 100% or maybe we'll say 99.9% sure that behind the scenes, Garrett Cole wants Kyle Gashioka catching him. It's not a good look, but it worked out. And... And I think later in the game, you know, that maybe they should have let Sanchez get an at-bat, keep him steady, keep him hot. Uh, I'm assuming he'll be in there Wednesday night. If he's not, that's that's a problem. But uh, just just why can't the Yankees make things easy? Just do what's right and 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 don't leave chance. You know, the Yankees open themselves up to second guessing, but it's not even second guessing because it was first guesses when the lineup came out. It should be LeMahieu, then Judge, then Voight then Stanton, then Torres, then Hicks. That should be the lineup. That should be the top six hitters. And we're not going to get that. Maybe we'll get it against a right, uh, a left-handed pitcher. It's not going to happen this series. Maybe it'll happen if they 
get to the LDS and if the Rays were to get there and they see Blake Snell, maybe we'll see that. But for now, that's that. it's just not going to happen. But the Yankees' lineup decisions didn't have an impact on the game. The game was won by their stars. It was won by Aaron Judge with the early home run. It was won by Gleyber Torres with the home run to extend the lead. And it was won by Garrett Cole with his outstanding pitching. The other stuff, Hicks's stuff, Gardner's stuff, Higashioka, it... You know, them playing, it didn't factor in. It's not like Gardner, it was a 1-1 game, and he had a two-run home run to win the game in the 8th or ninth. That's not what happened. And as for John Carlos Stanton, he was the worst hitter on the team until he hits the solo home run when the game is so out of reach. It was so predictable, it's unbelievable. That's who John Carlos Stanton is. He did this last year against the Astros in the ALCS in Game 1. He did it in 2018 against the A's in the Wild Card game. The game is out of reach. John Carlos Stanton will hit a moonshot. That is is it's a guarantee he does it every single time but enough enough with the sarcasm and the criticism the yankees won the game 12-3 they have a one nothing lead in a best of three end the series on wednesday night put them away get four days off and see the rays or the blue jays in san diego on monday night for game one of the lds that's all you can ask for one down 12 to go That'll do it for today. Thanks for listening. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about game two of the series.